This is Miller's Edge on Tide The Miller's Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is The Miller's Edge. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 It's a rush around the SEC edition of the Bill's Edge on the Tide. 100.9 and AM 1230 WTBC. Corey Miller, the pastor, paid alongside Christian Miller, Noah, and Justin Jones. We're hanging out with you. We got you right here for the next hour to talk Alabama, to talk SEC. We got a lot to get into, continue to break down the matchup that's going to happen right here on Saturday, Tennessee Hate Week. That's right. It is Tennessee Hate Week. And what I want to know from the callers today, give me one of your, your best Tennessee Alabama stories. Like, what a great memory, I should say. Uh, because I'm somewhat new to the whole deal. Not new. I've been a part of it since 2014. But I know a lot of you are down, 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 hard-nosed Alabama fans. You got some great stories of Tennessee and Alabama. I'd love to hear some of those from you today to kind of bring an old boy like me from South Carolina up to speed on what this hate really means. You know, I, I know about South Carolina and Clemson. That's a big-time rivalry. We'd like to think it's one of the best in the country. I know about Alabama, Auburn. I know about Oklahoma, Texas. I know about Michigan and Ohio State. I know about the Red River rivalry. I mean, there's so many great rivalries, but I want to know more about Tennessee and Auburn. Tennessee, excuse me, and Alabama. Tennessee hate week. I want to know more about that. 205 9904 is the number for the program. We're sponsored by our good friends at the Good Feet Store. It is the Americas. Just art support experts. That's what they do. They get your feet right, they get your knees right, they get your hips right, they get your back right. They just get you all around right. So we'll do that today on the program. We'll get rushed around the SEC. We'll take up some uh, take a look at some other um, games around the SEC. Uh, break those down. Talk about uh, what we expect there too, because Alabama's sitting in good position right now uh, in the SEC West, and we'll we'll take a kind of a look forward after this game, uh, what they have to do to get to Atlanta. Christian Miller, what's up, brother? Nothing much. And uh, look, I just wanted to start, you know, by saying this: I've got a huge amount announcement. I've been talking about it uh, this, uh, this week, but I want everybody listening to stop by the Patriot Center T-Mobile store on Highway 69 South Monday, 
October 23rd between 5.30 and 7 o'clock p.m. Why? Because you can meet current Alabama football players, Kool-Aid McKinstry, Deontay Lawson, Kendrick Blackshire, and Terion Arnold. All four of those guys will be at the T-Mobile store in uh, the Patriot Center Monday, October 23rd. So make sure you're there. You can also win prizes, including game tickets, a branded Yeti cooler, signed merchandise, and much more. So make sure you're there. Again, that's going to be Kool-Aid McKinstry, Deontay Lawson, Kendrick Blackshire, Tyrion Arnold. All those guys will be there. You can meet them from 5.30 to 7 o'clock p.m. October 23rd at the Patriot Center T-Mobile store on Highway 69 South. Make sure you're there. Again, more great prizes, signed merchandise, all type of good stuff, mm. folks. Make sure you're there. Make sure you check it out. Again, T-Mobile uh, in the Patriot uh, Center on Highway 69 South. So I wanted to uh, throw that out there because I want everybody. Breaking news. Is that breaking news? Yeah, yeah. So b- before I didn't, I, I didn't uh, have the list of the guests or the players that were going to be there to share with you guys. So now, breaking news alert: we've got those four guys there again: Kool-Aid McKinstry, Deontay Lawson, Kendrick Blackshire, and Terion Arnold. All going to be at the T-Mobile store in the Patriot Center, signing autographs, giving out merch, all type of cool stuff. So make sure you're there, October twenty-third, Monday, five thirty to seven o'clock p.m. What would be cool if Jessica can give us some breaking news, like a little breaking news bite? Oh, like let's a, see how, uh, let's like how a, fast Justin is on a breaking news bike. Give Christian a, like a little or something. You know, like a little. There you go. There we go. Hey, he was good. Breaking news, breaking folks. News. Again, T-Mobile and the Patriot Center. Monday, October 23rd, 5.30 to 7 o'clock p.m. Meet current players, Kool-Aid McKinstry, Deontay Lawson, Kendrick Blackshire, and Terion Arnold. Get things signed, merch, giving away tickets, you name it. That was perfect, Justin. We'll, we'll, we'll start with that. Justin, right the, the, the mad props hey, to you, man. Yeah, give, give, mad freaking props to you. Yeah. That was impressive. That was a golf impressive. clap. I'm giving him a golf clap. Now, I'm not doing what you... You gave him a church I mean, clap. Like, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I mean, praise, that was impressive. Out. That was fast. <laughs> that, was, that was impressive. I mean, I'm right. he just pulled it up right on the spot. I was impressed. Sounds like you need some lotion on those hands, man. That's a dry clap. I've been watching film, guys. I've been watching y'all rushing the passer. I'm I'm applying it to what I got in front of me here. Did you do the little... That was was definitely a Geritol move. That was definitely the Geritol right there. It was slow, but yes. You never said Geritol. Where's that name come from again? I mean, I know the move you're talking about. It's like the boost. You know, people Geritol, old people you think are slow, can't can't get things going. So the Geritol, you drink the Geritol, man, it gives you a boost of explosion. It gives you some uh, energy. It, up now. it gives Jerry's you energy, like a, a boost. It's a supplement. Yeah, supplement. Supplement, okay. Multivitamin, yeah. multivitamin supplement, okay. All right. I, mean, I thought you would know about that, man. You know, all these things you take. I do. You you would think so, but I guess that's, maybe that's a little old school. I don't know. In here. Nah, right anyway. Well, it's just uh, like, but, but you know, I'm a, you, you start off the line of scrimmage slow, and you need a little Geritol, right? Then you give them that Geritol. So you start off, the, so you hit them with the speed rush. I, I talked about this last week, but let me just refresh those that are listening today. So you, it's, we're talking about pass rush. So you start off the line, you hit them with the speed rush a couple, two, three times, right? I hit mm-hmm. Joe Jacoby with the speed rush, boom, boom, boom. Got close, got close, got close. And LT told me, hey, now is the time to use the Geritol. And I'm like, what? Now don't burst off the, the, the you know, line of scrimmage. Don't worry about the takeoff. I want you to go slow, like you then hit him hard inside, and he's thinking like you're running the game, right? You you stab him inside, and and he's gonna set his feet, and then the Geritol. You, you hit your Geritol, you drink, and you run around with a bend around the corner. That's what I did, and I got a sack, man. I mean, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I need to tell Bradswell about it. To feed around tomorrow, we see him tomorrow in our little gathering. I'm gonna have to tell Brad to, to use the Geritol. 
Because he used a Jared talk. I mean, he's going to get him a sack. And then as he, long as it works. It works because he's going he gonna to keep contained. He's not going to, you know, get out of character because Coach Saban wants them to be disciplined rushers. We talked about this on yesterday, right? Because all you're doing is setting his feet. You make him set your feet, but you got to set up the Jerritol, meaning that you got to speed rush three, four times in a row, get him to respect your speed. Then, you boom, you stab him when because he, then he's going to jump inside. When you go inside, he got to slide back inside, or he should. Good offense tackles do. Then you drink the boom, 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 boom. You're a tall beep beep and you're around the corner. That's <laughs> all you do. It sounds it sounds great. I mean, I would love to see that happen. I mean, uh, look, I'm gonna do a video. Yeah, yeah, get the video, post that okay. so we can all have an example of what you're describing <laughs> as a Geritol. But look, whether it's Geritol, cross chop, you know, chop dip rib, stab club, you know, counter inside. We're gonna need some pass rush. We're gonna need some good pass rush. But realistically, we're gonna really need to stop the run. We talked a lot about this. Yesterday, and, and as we continue to break things down, I mean, just to refresh, this Tennessee is this Tennessee football team is a lot different than than what you'd expect. I mean, they still will throw the football, but you know their bread and butter is running the ball, right? So right. first and foremost, we're going to have to stop the run if we want an opportunity to pass rush and use that Jaritol. We got to be stout and, and firm against the run because that's what they're looking to do again. I mean, they rushed for well over 200 yards last week against a, a really um, stout Texas A&M front. And so that's what they're probably going to be looking to do again. But, you know, as we talk about it, it's just it's an interesting type of running game because, you know, it's it's they're 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 doing a, it's a lot of diverse running concepts. They're spreading you out, which creates a lot of conflict for the defense because you still have to even though, you know, they're, you know, you know, consistently running the football. You have to respect that space and you have to respect those four open sets, even though they they, they like to run the ball. You got to respect it. So what does that mean? It spreads the defense out. When the defense is spread out, you're thin against the run. So there's going to be a lot of challenges in this game. And one thing we didn't talk about yesterday, we'll add this to the, the recipe today. They go fast. They go extremely fast. When they break one of those runs, they're right back on the football, right? You don't really have time to sub. So then you're, you got another conundrum there because it's like, all right, they're spreading you out. What personnel do you want to, what personnel do you want to run, right? If you're, if you're trying to respect, you know, those, those four open sets, you want to get into dime to kind of defend, you know, potential pass, then you're even more thin against the run. And then if they're hurrying up and getting back on the football, you don't have time to sub to get into a more, you know, strong personnel grouping like, you know, nickel, I would say. Obviously, you know, you're not going to play base regular package against 11 personnel, 10 personnel. So nickel is going to be your strongest personnel you probably can play. It's going to be hard to substitute when things are flying. So this offense definitely going to present a lot of challenges. Luckily, you know, our defense has been uh, – on the verge of being elite with their play for the most part this season. They've done a really good job in recent weeks being firm uh, on, on the line of scrimmage. Been really impressed with the progress our defensive line has made. I think they've probably, that group uh, arguably has made the most progress uh, this far this season uh, on this football team. So that's a good sign. We're playing really well up front and it's going to be needed, right? And so that, I, I'm, I'm really excited for this matchup. We talked about it yesterday. This is, these teams almost mirror each other. Really strong fronts. I mean, you look at the numbers statistically, we're, we're literally within two slots of each other nationally, not just in the SEC, nationally, in a handful of categories, right? I mean, total defense, Alabama, number 15, Tennessee, number 17, uh, rushing defense, Alabama, number 18, Tennessee, number 20. So defensively, you know, we do kind of match up similarly. They've got some good uh, talent up front on their edges as well. Um, obviously, I'm going to pick our guys, you know, seven days a, a week, twice a Sunday, but... Uh, just looking at them, they, they've got a good football team and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's looking like it's going to be a really good matchup. But I think we're, 
excited for the challenge. The one thing I, I, I will mention, you know, Alabama did throw the ball extremely well in the first half. We ran the ball really well in the second half, and we can just put that together and get that type of balance. We can strike that balance offensively, and our defense plays the way we know that they can play. Um, I'm really, I'm really encouraged going into this ball game, especially with it being at home. And then you throw in, on top of all of that, all, on top of all the X's and O's, the intangible part of this is a revenge game. We know how it went last season, right? Our guys should be practicing with their heads on fire this week. It should mean that much to them because they should remember the feeling of having, you know, having fans storm the field, putting cameras in their face, pushing, shoving. You know, that's trust me, that's not a good feeling. I don't think I've ever had the field stormed on me, other than maybe. Uh, in 2017, we lost to Auburn. I can't remember if they really stormed the field. I think they did, but we, I kind of got out of there. Um, but really, you know, you know I, they I stormed know. the field. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. But, yeah. but I'll be honest, I think I was kind of out of the way. I made sure I got out of the way. I didn't even want any part of that. But I remember the trust me. I you know strongly remember the feeling of losing to Clemson in those national championship games. That that feeling doesn't just go away, right? And so you're talking about this team. They beat you last year. Uh, they kind of disrupted. Your, your your goals and aspirations of the season, right? We should have all the motivation we need. Uh, and so you you couple that with um, just playing consistent, playing hard, playing fast, playing physical. Um, I'm excited for this game, but I think it's going to be a really good matchup. I mean, let's think about where Alabama came from, okay? Let's, let's, let's delve back into a month ago, even. I mean, you're talking about a team, or maybe a little bit more than a month ago, a team that, you know, the hype, game day in town, Texas rolls up up in here, Steve Sarkeesian, uh, the offense, you know, Quinn Ewers, big-time quarterback, rocking arm, uh, you know, Bo Davis, former defensive line coach of Alabama, all the stuff come. Alabama lose this game, double-digit loss, right? And the whole Alabama world came crashing down. And then that was followed by a horrific performance. Horrific performance against South Florida. Jalen Melrose goes to the pine. We, we still hear conversations about the cake is in the oven by Nick Saban. And we think, oh, Alabama's going to bounce back and it's going to be just a beat down. But then you had the rainstorm. You had, you know, Coach Saban looking depleted going in the tunnel. Then you got, uh, you know, Ellis holding the Gatorade a jug while Saban stands on it preaching the gospel to his team. Alabama comes out the second half, stumps them, runs the football, and wins the game. Still questions in the air. This team goes on a, a, a five-game winning streak since then, right? They've won five games. Big-time SEC wins of a ranked Ole Miss. You go beat Mississippi State on the road to Kyle Bells. You come back. You go on the, I mean, you go on the road and you beat uh, A&M. Everybody predicted you to lose, and you come back against an Arkansas team who's desperate. Uh, you, you have a great commanding lead at the, at, at the end of the first half, and then the second half you pee down your leg, but you hold on and win the game. The reality is you're still 6-1, and one, and we're now on the other side of past the halfway of the season. You know, now you got the big rival game, Tennessee, a team that stormed the field, a team that you let one guy, Jalen Hyatt, run through you like diarrhea. And five touchdowns later, they stormed the field. This game means something. And I, and as I said yesterday, I wouldn't be shocked if the, the video that they have TVs all around the locker room, you know, there's replays of, of press conferences. There's 
there's replays of pe people storming that field as a reminder of what that felt like, what that looked like. Now, the freshmen don't have no idea because they weren't here. But everybody that was on that team last year understands the, the how they felt defeated, how they felt empty, horrible, right? I mean, Burton had to almost jack somebody up, but he, you know, caught a bad rap, and people said how awful he was, but then the dude from LSU, LSU did it against Ole Miss, and then he's a, he's a champion. It's, a, it's amazing how this stuff works. But as I digress, this game means something, Christian. You played in it numerous years. You understand the, the, the rivalry. You understand that it was 15 years until last season. Tennessee found a way to win. I mean, you're talking about going through the Jeremy Pruitts. You're talking about the Butch Davis. You're talking about all the, you know, the coaches that went through good old Rocky Top, and they kept coming up empty until Josh Heupel comes on the scene, and, and he gets it done with this offense that goes tremendously fast. They spread you out. The wide receivers are all the way next to the sidelines, and they're going to now try to spread you and gap you with speed, right? This year looks different. This year, it's, it was... It was Frisbee catching dogs. It was Hendon Hooker throwing it all over the yard, and then he running quarterback draws and quarterback counters, and they, they spread you out so far. And they get the ball in space, quick throws on the sideline, something we've been just, just really begging Tommy Reese to do. And then they hit you over the top when you make a mistake, and, and safeties or, or the spur position or, or whatever you want to call them gets nosy, and they hit you over the top. But the bottom line to this, Christian, at this hate week, Alabama don't like Tennessee. Tennessee doesn't like Alabama. Tennessee hasn't been relevant until last year. Why? Because they beat Alabama. So if I'm an Alabama fan, if I'm a coach, player, this is personal. All right? You live in, uh, what's, the big, what's the big neighborhood here, Christian? What's the big... Prominent neighborhood in Tuscaloosa. Where all the money is. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know the 06 area code is over in that Northport area. <laughs> I don't all know. Right. I mean, so you, the you, Alabama is so the team the that lives on the 06. Huh? Say the 06. The 06, 06. on the lake property. That's Alabama. Tennessee is somewhere there off Scala Boulevard back in the back cut. That's how you gotta look at it. You Alabama. Tennessee is the hood. That's why they act that way. Alabama, they, when, when they win on Saturday, they won't storm the field. You know why? Because they're accustomed to beating down the Vols. So here's what I want to know. What's your story? What's your memory of Tennessee, Alabama? Your phone calls, 205-342-9904. We'll rush around the SEC as well the next segment. Take your calls, right? Because that's how we roll right here on the Miller's Edge on the tide. 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. And by the way, catch on 1230 AM WTBC. We'll be back in a moment. Are you tired of your shoes just not fitting? Hey, Bama fans. It's Christian Miller here. T-Mobile, the official wireless provider of your Crimson Tide, wants to keep you connected to your favorite teams and players. So stop by the Patriot Center T-Mobile store on Highway 69 South on Monday, October 23rd 
between 5.30 and 7 o'clock p.m., where you can meet current football players and win great prizes, including game tickets, a branded Yeti cooler, signed merch, and more. You don't want to miss this. See you there and Roll Tide. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A delightful fall day today. The sky's sunny, the high 73. Mostly fair tonight, the low 50. Tomorrow, clouds increase the chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers are more likely tomorrow night. The high tomorrow at 73. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 66 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. To the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OC. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. And welcome back. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm the pastor of pain. He's Christian Miller, the man that's DJing Justin Jones. We got you here on the Miller's Edge from 11 to 12, 12 to 1, my time. But Hey, by the way, I'm in Tuscaloosa. I'm in T-Town already. I'm in T-Town for hate week. I'm in T-Town. I'm going to storm the field. I'm going to storm R&R because Victory Cigars are ready to go. Go to www.rnrcigars.com and you can order your box. Go have them fresh and ready for the light up. It's going to be amazing. I want to see smoke everywhere in Tuscaloosa on Saturday because of the victory. Payback. It's something, 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 as they say. And I want to see cigars smoke everywhere, from Bride Denny all around campus to the frat, to the frats and the sororities and to wherever else, on the outskirts downtown university. I want to see smoke. I want to see smoke because what's going to happen? Bama is getting ready to smoke Tennessee. Yeah, it's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. 205-342-9904. Couple of things we rush around the SEC. Hey, Justin, DJ Justin Jones, Double J, give me a little rush around the SEC something, something. Give, come on, give me something. Let's see what you got. I might give you a better clap this time if you give me something good. Okay, this one might take a second longer than the... Hey, listen, hey, listen, we're going to do the Jeopardy thing. Give me something. You know, give me Fox thing. Give me something. I don't care a little, what you get. Sports theme, maybe. Little, yeah, give me a little something, something as we get into like a, uh, a rush sports center, around sports center bed or something. Be good. Yeah. Um, who do your Gamecocks play this weekend? Uh, they play at Missouri, a team that's my pick Uh-oh. to win the SEC East. I'm really? taking Missouri. Yeah, I'm taking Missouri. I think you know as we rush yeah, around and Justin find some some music. You know, first of all, let me just back this up, bro. There we go. It is now time to rush around the SEC, where it just means more. Better football, better crowds, better tailgate, better coaches, better women, good looking, all across the SEC, no matter where you go, maybe Vanderbilt, I don't know. And Tennessee probably got not so much. But everybody else is good. Since they like to rush around the field, let's rush around the SEC. Since you started talking about my South Carolina Gamecocks, first of all, head coach Shane Beamer broke his foot, Christian. Not by playing football, but by kicking something <laughs> after they lost in a heartbreaking fashion to the Florida Gators. Up by 10 points late in the fourth quarter. 
and they lose. Now, everybody and their grandmother are saying, fire Clayton White, the defensive coordinator. Fire everybody on the defense. Even talking about maybe getting rid of Coach Shane, Shane Beam. Are you kidding me? What's wrong with them? I mean, this is what's wrong with people today. We live in a microwave society, right? It's like, if it's not happening right now, we don't want it. If you can't get this thing done right now, we don't want it. So, Shane Beamer breaks his foot. Now South Carolina goes to Missouri. It's the Battle of Columbia. They call it the Mayor's Cup. And um, Mizzou is my pick to win the SEC East. Should have beat LSU at home. They play great offense. They play great defense. They're going to beat Georgia. They should have beat Georgia last year, remember? Then Georgia Bulldogs, Brock Bowers is out. He's having that same surgery, I think, to a tongue of Iloa had. Try to get his ankle. They're saying four to six weeks. So I'm taking Mizzou. The show me state. What do you feel about that? We're going to have to see. But one thing I will say about Shane Beamer, he needs to go check out uh, Andrew Sports Medicine to help that foot uh, recover. Oh, nice. You know, our our great nice. friends over at Andrew Sports Medicine. Yeah, they'll, they'll help him out with that foot. But, um, yeah, no, I, I like Mizzou. I think they're a really good football team. I mean, they gave LSU some challenges. They didn't win the game. But, you know, they, they look solid right now. I like what they've been able to do and turn that program around. I don't know if I see them beating Georgia per se. Uh, but... We'll have to see, but I definitely think they're going to beat your Gamecocks. I, I hate to say that. I, look, I like Spencer Radler. Y'all just have some more building to do. You're just not there yet, and that's okay. You'll get there, but I do like Shane Beamer. I think he's a great coach. He's a great coach, fun coach. She gets to change the culture, but culture don't give you wins, so something, something's got to change. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ole Miss, Lane, the fight in Lane Kiffins and Auburn, Mississippi. Ole Miss is favorite by six and a half. He freeze. I mean, who are we going to see? You know, they can't figure out who their quarterback is. They just used two. Um, what do you feel in that ball game? Will Lane Kiffin keep, keep the train rolling? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think Ole Miss has been looking pretty good. Uh, it doesn't really, but it's more so about Auburn. Auburn's just still trying to figure out their identity. Like you said, the quarterback issues. I mean, I like Robbie Ashford and uh, Peyton Thorne. I mean, they just they, they're trying to figure a lot of things out. And uh, I just I, I don't see them beating Ole Miss, but you never know. I mean, it's the SEC. Anything can happen. But I definitely feel more confident in Lane, excuse me, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss in that ball game. The Bayou Bengals, sorry about that. Taking on the Army. Taking on the Army. LSU Army. LSU ranked number 19 in the country. That should be a blowout, right? Jane Daniels, man, I'm telling you, I, I'm just, I know it's a couple of weeks away, but that game is scaring me more and more. I, I felt more confident down you know, a couple weeks back, but Jane Daniels, man, that dude, the offense and those receivers, now they got some really frisbee catching dogs at LSU. And I know we got the, the ugly volunteers this week, but um, LSU Army, we know LSU going to win, but what about Jane Daniels? Pretty special. He is. I really like how they implement him in the offense. Like you said, I wish we could steal a couple plays out of their playbook. Just kind of how they, you know, they, they let them run the football. They set them up to throw the ball. There's always some type of, you know, run pass option, it seems like, in their offense. But, he, you know, he's he's a great quarterback, you know, arguably the best quarterback in the SEC. And um, they've been playing some solid football. But, uh, you know, look, like I said, I mean, you just got to be where your feet are. Tennessee's right now. But um, in terms of, you know, LSU, you said they're playing Army, right? I mean, I, I, yeah. I love I love all servicemen and women. You know, I, I'm a, a big you – know, Great picture, by the way, with that B-52. That was a great oh, yeah, picture that, ever that, took that. that. Yeah, that was uh, Aaron. He's a photographer here. And uh, now it was a B-2 stealth bomb that was flying over, and it was it was sweet. But, yeah, you know, I, I love 
all my uh, servicemen and women growing up outside of Fort Jackson, all my friends are either in the Marines, Navy, or Army. But Army ain't got no dang chance against LSU. Come on now. Next. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's all we're going to do. Talking about football, just football, right? I mean, come on now. Next. Come on, Army. (laughs) Beat LSU. Was that how it go? Go Navy, beat Army? This time we're like, go Navy, Army, beat LSU. All right, that's going to wrap. Oh, no, you know what? There's another game that I want to talk about. There's more, but this is the one I really want to talk about, though. Nah, I ain't worried about I'm not worried about him. I want to talk about more. Alabama. And Tennessee, because that's all that matters. This week, this game matters greatly. I mean, payback is going to be at the forefront. And I think the Alabama players will be very, very highly motivated. And someone told me this that I talked to while I've been in Tuscaloosa. I got some my sources. And Nick Saban talking about getting the players ready. You know, what he needs to do. But one thing he did say... They are motivated by disrespect. They are motivated by disrespect. Someone close to the program told me this. So do you feel like there's been some disrespect toward the tide? Or will we get a comment like Anaya Smith did at Texas A&M and said this team is not who they used to be? Or do you think they play it calmly because they know they're coming to this hostile environment, 100,000 plus of tide coming in? I mean, I don't think it really matters, right? I mean, I, I said it earlier. I, I prefaced by saying I, I think they should have all, all the motivation they need right in front of them. I mean, just turn on the tape from last year. That don't piss you off, and I don't know what else will. Then think about being stormed uh, by the fans. Think about the, the head coach. I mean, after that game, I mean, he was going on a presser run, like, I mean, as if he won a Super Bowl, right? I mean, I, did they not extend him, like, ASAP after that? <laughs> like, uh, just think about all that, dude. I mean, that that's those are the folks you're playing. I mean, and not to mention just it's just Tennessee. I mean, ten, the the Tennessee rivalry is up there with Auburn. It really is. I mean, it, it, this is a, this is a big deal, and so they should have all the motivation they need. But you're right; it does seem like they get motivated by disrespect, and so ho- hopefully you know, they they have that in their back pocket from last year. But I'm sure a couple things will come out. But again, if you got to rely on external motiv- uh, you know, motivating factors, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Something you should have every motivation you need. I mean, to play this game, especially playing at Alabama. I don't, you know, like I'm all for external motive, you know, motivators, right? External factors, if you have to have it. But at the same time, I'm like, you shouldn't really need all that. We, you shouldn't have to rely on somebody disrespecting you for you to want to go out there and do your job. I was the type of person where I was my biggest critic, right? Nobody could be harder on me than my own self, and so I, I used to get so mad at myself when I messed up. I mean, I used to be a perfectionist. I used to watch things over and over and over. I, would, I didn't even hardly watch the good plays. I watched all my negative plays. Yeah, so hopefully they got that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So hopefully they got that in them too, but I don't know. Like I said, I, I think they'll be ready to go. I, 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 don't, I don't think last week will be a reflection. I think that that was the Arkansas team they were playing as early game. I think they're going to come out uh, with a different attitude and different uh, intensity this week. Well, they, they better. They need to. They better. Yeah. yeah, they need to. That's been a rush around the SEC. The rush around the SEC. Sponsored by. Anybody want it? Write us a check. <laughs> How's I? How's yeah, I anybody want still? that? That's pretty cool. No, Sponsored by. Anybody that want to pay you, hookabrotherup.com. It's available available for a sponsor. Hit us up uh, for sure. 205 Let's go to the phones. 
as promised. Joseph always holds patiently. Joseph, thank you so much, my friend. Welcome into the program. What's up, guys? What up? What up, Joseph? Hey, Christian, what was your last football season of uh, last year? 2018. So you, so you were there for that beatdown when Clemson beat us down. Unfortunately, I was, and and even worse, I couldn't play because uh, I don't know if you remember, but I tore my hamstring against Oklahoma in the uh, it was Orange Bowl, whatever it is, down in Miami. Orange Bowl, uh, Kyler Murray. What? So yeah, I, I had I had to watch from the sideline, man. It was it was extremely tough. Did Clemson really still find? Do we really lose our playbook? Did Clemson really find it and use it against us? I'll be honest. I've never heard that. Uh, I don't think so. I would say just because I'm a Clemson hater, yes, they still. I mean, maybe maybe they had some intel. Look, I'll just be honest. We just we executed poorly. We did not play well. And if if you want me to be really transparent with you, uh, I just don't think everybody was locked in for that football game. You know, I was the captain that season. Now in the the players' meetings, I I, I emphasized. You know, we got to finish the drive. We got to finish the drill. Block everything else out, you know, because at that point in the season, you know, this is before NIL, but in the post game, it's almost as if like you can sense, you know, guy, the agents are really hitting it hard, going after guys. Guys are starting to slowly entertain that stuff, and you can just sense that they were playing out in California. There's a lot of distractions. Unfortunately, you could just you could sense that the team was slowly kind of, you know, not in the right uh, frame of mind. You know, guys were starting to kind of look at other things, right? Not being where their feet are, and not. I'm not making excuses, but it's, it's true though. We just we 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 played poorly. I mean, you can turn on the tape and see that. If you look at the the roster of that or that team, there's no reason we should have got beat like that. Absolutely not. It was it was a mental thing. Okay, question. That means you was there for 17 when the second 26 happened uh, on Georgia. I was. Uh, yep. And let me ask: Was you in that locker room when Saban told to us, "Hey, you go you're going in at the uh, next half." I hope I was in the locker room. I started that game. I had to sack that game. <laughs> yeah, I was in there. But I mean, I didn't hear that. I didn't. It's not like he he did. The, he didn't have the conversation in front of everybody. I think he went and spoke with with Locks, uh, who was a coordinator that season, I believe. And then he spoke with Jalen and Tua. But yeah, I mean, oh, it was, was Brian Dayball. Was it Dayball? Yeah, probably was Dayball. I'm getting my years mixed up. Maybe Locks was when we got beaten. Close. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I think he spoke to Locks the was with Clemson. Yeah, Locks was Yeah, too. Clemson. Yeah, sorry. I mixed yeah. that up. Sorry. But yeah, 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 he spoke to the coordinator, then the guys. Man, that game totally changed in 17 when two would come in. I'm talking about it. It's like not day difference. Like the whole year, I remember being a fan that year. Everybody heard Alabama don't have no receivers. Alabama don't have no receivers. Alabama can't catch. Alabama can't do that. Uh, and it's like, when Tua come in, man, it's like, oh, my God. We got freaking all-star receivers. Jesus Christ. And I'm talking about, yeah. I'm like, Tua, Tua couldn't miss. I mean, it's like, when that, that first touchdown, he threw the Calvin Ridley in, I'm like, holy moly. I'm like, Tua just come in and just rolled everybody. I'm I mean, and I can't really speak as, uh, in, uh, you know, I can't speak as much so as on like the older teams. Cause I, I mean, I got here in 14. I, I, I'll be honest. I just started kind of keeping up with Alabama. Then I know a lot about, you know, was it 2011 or 2012? They had a really good defense. 
Um, but you're right. In terms of a talent standpoint, 2016, arguably, I mean, if you just go and look down the roster, I mean, I'm pretty sure probably even our whole third string uh, was drafted or at least played in the NFL at some point. I mean, it just was ridiculous. So I agree with you. That 2016 defense was, I mean, it's, I mean, but you know, it was crazy, Joseph. It's, if you're talking about the 2017 uh, team, I just saw Sports Center. They posted on Instagram 45 minutes ago. They, they, they were breaking down the roster. I mean, and I think the reason people talked about the receivers that year is just because they were young, right? Devontae Smith in 2017 was a freshman. We had Calvin Ridley. Calvin was a, I want to say he was a junior that year. Jerry Judy would have been, a, I guess, a freshman or sophomore. I mean, well, let's, let's be honest. Well, let's be honest. Devin Hurts wasn't setting the world on fire either. But uh, uh, but right before, right before you go, I want to ask you, who's asking me the quarterback next year? Joseph, you are so you are infatuated with that quarterback spot, man. You know, Joe, you're saying? Joe, yeah, you're saying? I, I, look, I mean, no, no, I, I don't no, know. I, I can't, I I can't I answer that. I, we, well, here's the thing, Joseph. I can't answer that because you got Jalen Milrow who's starting right now, right? And he's got plenty of eligibility left. You got Dylan Lonergan, who a lot of people feel like he has the best arm I like him a lot. right now. He's just not ready to play. You got Ty Simpson, who's going to be a good football player. Ty, Ty Simpson's a good quarterback. He's just not ready yet. And then you got a, a really good, talented player in Julian Sane coming in, right? So, I, I mean... They got I mean, another guy, too. They got another guy, too. Um, oh. I, uh, I forget his name. Yeah, I think they got another Holstein, guy. Then you got yeah. Tyler Buckner. So, I mean, just, any, anything <laughs> can happen, man. But again, I... I, I can't predict the future. I know how these things work. Quarterback battles are interesting. I, 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 no, I always, no. I always. I got, I got the answer. Look, look I, no, I let, me say, answer. let me say this. Back in the spring, in 2015 or 2016, in the spring, we had David Cornwell. He was running with the ones. Oh, By the good. end of spring, he was with like the fours. And I mean, it was like, it looked like, it looked like <laughs> musical chairs, uh, Joseph. So like, <laughs> it's hard to say, man. You never know. how I got the go. answer. I got the answer. You ready? Here you go, Joseph. Yep. As we say bye-bye to you. It's going to be Jalen Miro. It's going to be Dylan Lonegar, number two, Ty Simpson, and Tyler Buckner. So you can take the TYs and say bye-bye because Ty Simpson will transfer. Tyler Buckner is going to have to go down to maybe UAB or somewhere. I don't know. Alabama, A&M. You know, South Alabama looked good last night. You know, maybe go down there. But that's going to be it. Lonegar, number two. Miro would be your starter. Julian Sand would be number three. And the ties will say bye bye. Okay, that's what's gonna happen. Well, I'm right, gonna break. Thanks. Thanks. What? What you? I gotta go to break. What you got? Real quick. Uh, I don't know if you heard about Tim Brando said yesterday, but uh, uh, we don't Tim listen Brando. to nothing he says. Let me just. For, just you can stop finish. right let, now. Let Joseph finish. Let Joseph Tim finish. Brando yeah. had no nothing. I don't even like saying his name on this show. But go ahead. But Tim Brando was he was breaking down the quarterback spot for Alabama uh, yesterday, and he pretty much said. If you, just, if you look at pure athlete, Jalen Miro is a wonderful athlete. And, but if you look at just the pure quarterback side of it, I'm sorry, Terry Bandit was saying, not take away the athleticism, take away everything. Just look at the quarterback side of it. You, you can't honestly say that he's just an outstanding, above-average quarterback. I mean, you can't say that. He's a, you can say he's a wonderful athlete. You can say he's an above-average athlete. But you can't say he's just a man. He, this dude, he can play quarterback. Wait a you know, minute. You just, but you are like seesaw. You know what I mean? That little <laughs> thing at the playground, you up and then down. And I mean, last week you were just singing the praises of one Jalen Miro. Now you done listen to Tim Brando, false gospel, <laughs> who knows nothing about what he's talking about. Listen, Jalen Miro is a great athlete, plays the position of quarterback. 
and he's been doing a phenomenal job. Whether your people don't want to hear it or not, he's been doing a phenomenal job. Those first half statistics were just amazing. He also needs help as a someone that's calling the plays that understand how to maximize his opportunity. Right, we got to get a break. Ellis and others, thanks for the phone call, Joseph. We do really appreciate it. We'll get back to y'all phone calls the rest of the way. Yeah, I got the answer. Melro and Lonigan will be one and two next year. The ties, we say bye-bye. And then Mr. Sang will be third. You know what I'm saying? This is Miller's Edge. One and tie, one to Now it's the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Back in a moment. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Rolls intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on Tennessee. Our coverage begins at 11:30 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner too. Hey, it's This is Christian Miller, and I want to tell you about my good friends over at Spine & Sport Chiropractic. Spine & Sport Chiropractic provides quality chiropractic services for chronic conditions, injuries, sports-related trauma, and more right here in the heart of West Alabama. Come and discover how this form of medicine can improve your overall health by addressing the original cause of your ailments instead of masking your pain. If you're in need of this type of relief, contact Dr. Brian McDonald and his team at 205-345-8102. Again, that's 205-345-8102. 8102. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Peace up, A Town. Yeah, yeah, And welcome back. It is the Miller's Edge. Give me a hell yeah. On the tide, 1049, 1230 AM WTBC. Coach, tell me again, it's the Miller's Day. What you got to say about the coach? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I told you Coach Saban listens to our show. That's right. No, he loves yeah. it, I'm sure. Yeah, he does. <laughs> All right, 205-342-9904, sponsored by our good friends at the Good Feet Store, America's Arch Support Experts. Go over there to Midtown Village, check out my man Douglas and team. They'll get you fitted, suited, and booted, as they say. They'll get your feet right, your hip right, your back right, your mind right, because if your mind right, everything else is right. And you know when them dogs stop barking, you're feeling good. That's the Good Feet Store, Midtown Village. Douglas, my man, and this gang will take good care of you. Try before you buy it. Don't forget 20% off of Cigar Box. I mean, it's awesome. Get a box of LFG cigars at R&R Cigars, www.rnrcigars.com. Use that promo code Miller's Edge, and you'll get 20% off. What you got to say about that, Nick? Hell yeah. There you go. 20% <laughs> off. Use the code Miller's Edge, and Reagan will get them to you. If you can't get them in person, they'll ship them to you for absolutely no Charge. Let's go to Ellis. Ellis, thanks for holding. You're up next on the Miller's Edge. Go right ahead. Roll Tide, gentlemen. Roll, roll Tide, Ellis. Roll Tide, roll. That's right. And I love my coach. That's right. Uh, well, of course, the number, who wears number 17? You know, it, uh, he was on there talking. Uh, I seen it where he was talking about how much he loved Coach Saban. 
Uh, uh, Isaiah Bond? Isaiah Bond? Yeah, he talked about how much he loved Coach Me too, yeah. I love him so, too. Uh, I do too. And he's not going nowhere. He's not retiring. No. Hope not. Joseph, I, I just don't understand that dude, y'all. Do y'all understand him? <laughs> I know. I understand that he's I like him, though, but I know. <laughs> Good dude, but he he loves talking about that quarterback spot. I mean, here here's the thing though about yeah. I mean like it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say. I mean, obviously you can sit there and say I mean Jalen Milrow might not necessarily be a Bryce Young of a quarterback, right? I mean, he's just a, a different style. Like, that, that's not like an, an expert opinion. I mean, if anybody with two eyes can see there's a difference there. Uh, but here's the deal, and we've said it numerous times. This is the last time I'm going to say it. He's the best quarterback on the roster right now for the job at Alabama. That's it. There's yeah. no point in even talking about any of the other quarterbacks because they didn't beat him out, and they're not right for the job right now. And that's all that matters is right now, right? I mean, we Amen. can look at hypotheticals and look at all these other things. There's no point. Like, we all know he's one of the best athletes on the field. He can throw the football effectively, right? Deep, short, whatever. He just has to be more consistent, and that's that. You know, it's again, it's not rocket science. So I don't even know why we're still talking about this topic because it, it is what it is at this point. I think people just are infatuated with it. Yes, and I'm not because I, you know, I've been old when he stepped out on the field and he was the starter. You know, I, I ain't worried about it anymore. You know, and the way Alabama's playing and everything right now, like I've said, I'll say it again. It's our identity. It's who we are. We're going to have to deal with it. You know, because a lot of things I don't think we can get fixed before the end of the season. So we're going to take what right. we got and and stand behind them and be with them. You know, us That's true right. Bama fans are going to have to do that. Right. I mean, uh, when all players have strengths and weaknesses, again, like, this is nothing new. Like, I mean, like, there's, there's no perfect quarterback. I mean, just just because he's an athletic type of quarterback, is, is that's that's just who he is. That's his style. It's just no big deal. Like, there's other quarterbacks who look like these. Oh, they're they're pure pass. They can throw the ball well, but they make terrible decisions. They're they're, they're turnover prone. You know what I mean? They're 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 weak and in the pocket. They get hit. They're dropping. Like I mean, everybody has strengths. Everybody has weaknesses. You look at other positions. You know, some edge rushers are great speed rushers, but they have no power move. Right? They're one dimensional, so to speak. Right? Some defensive ends are great at stopping the run, but they're awful at pass rush. Right? I mean. There's no point in sitting there and breaking down every week. Oh, this guy struggles, you know, rushing the passer, but he's a run-stopping defensive end. We know that. He's a 280-pound defensive end. His his strength is stopping the run. He's in there for a reason because he helps out with the run. It, it's, I, again, it's really it's kind of common sense at this point. But anyways, Ellis, what else is on your mind? Uh, I just got to say, y'all, if y'all follow me on uh, X or Twitter or whatever, uh, you can go in there and you can see what I did at the, on the town square this morning about five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I'm, good. And I I'm looking and I right now. Call. I'm looking right now because I do follow. And you, I brother. didn't get caught. I'm not in jail. <laughs> Ellis Wheeler is what he is. Um, uh, I can't see the top. Roll vaults. Roll tide. Vaults suck. Roll tide. <laughs> Ain't Oh, wow. He sure well, there you go. Let's just uh, make sure you don't get in trouble for that. But, uh, oh, no, I know. And, and at every stop sign there, I've got roll tide at every stop sign. So they'll see it at every <laughs> oh, stop sign. Hey, I forgot. You're, he's in Tennessee. So, oh, man. They're not going to like that one, Ellis. Yeah. 
What's the guy's name? Harvey? Or what's the guy from... Oh, the, no. Don't Robert even put that in the same toilet yeah. paper guy or whatever. Mess yeah, up no. the trees. Oh, no, no, no. Nah, we ain't going let's that make, far. Let's, let's not go that far, Ellis. Hey, he just used a water hose and rinse off what he wrote, so we're good to That's go. That's right. Yeah, that right there is street chalk, so it'll bar yeah. chalk. Good yeah, just, no, 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 I'm just having fun. I'm just messing around. Ellis, yeah. we're running a little short on time. You got anything real quick before we go? I'm just going to say I'll be down there uh, to watch the game uh, Saturday evening and be able to uh, light up a victory cigar after the victory. There we go. There so you go. Uh, Make sure come you Friday, if you come Friday, I'll be here, Ellis. I'm around on Friday. Come right, back. I'll, I'll try my best, too. Okay, buddy. Right. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it, Ellis. So Friday, we will be at Buffalo's Cafe live doing our show from there from 11-1. Remember, every Friday of home game weekends, we kick off. Home game weekends the right way, right at Buffalo's Cafe, where you can get wings, tacos, burgers, you name it. And remember, Wednesday, which is tonight, is Bash Night. All you can oh, eat. Oh, yeah. $17.99. <laughs> That's right. And unlimited fries. So go check them out. We'll be there tonight eating some good wings. Remember, they got great service, great food. Again, it's in Midtown Village. That's Buffalo's Cafe. Plus, it's a great spot to watch the game on Saturdays or any game. Monday night football, Thursday night football. Go check them out. They've got everything you can think of from food to drinks. Always a great time at Buffalo's Cafe. And while you're there in Midtown Village, make sure you check out Alumni Hall where they've got the latest and greatest Crimson Tide apparel. They've got all the hoodies and jackets for this fall weather that's coming up. They've got the hat wall if you like hats like me. They've got Yeti products, Peter Millar, you name it. So go check out Alumni Hall right now in Midtown Village or go to alumnihall.com where the ultimate Crimson Tide fan shop. Check them out right now for your latest and greatest Alabama football gear. That's Alumni yep. Hall. But they're not uh, Buffalo Cafe. You're not going to trick me tonight with eating them french fries so I don't eat my 30 wings. I don't want no fries. Just give me more wings. <laughs> so I'll thing. be there you tonight. So the fries. If, if you know. want more fries, you can get them. But you can get your straight right. wings. No, I ain't getting no fries. I want the wings. All right, been a great show. A.K.A. Uh, Coach Nick Saban, how we do? Was the show good? Was the show good? Hell yeah. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Coach Saban. Uh, MD <laughs> Chief on, on X says... Uh, uh, Marshall also said that he loved Coach Saban, so uh, along with Isaiah Bond. We love him, too. All right, we got to get uh, up out of here. It's been a wonderful show. Hope you have a great rest of your day. And uh, we got many more shows. Big News Sports coming up next, and my man Rodden Fowler will drive you home. How about it, Coach? We'll see you tomorrow, Coach, right here on the Tide. Hell yeah. All right, then we'll do that. Have a great day, everybody. Be blessed. <laughs> You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily, always live.